drömmer du om att åka till Island och rida? Gå in på ridresorisland.se Där har man samlat resor från flera olika researrangörer och det finns något för alla att välja på. Om du köper en resa som är fem riddagar eller längre och uppger koden Islandshästpodden får du 1000 kronor i rabatt. Gå in på ridresorisland.se Låt dig inspireras, lockas och drömma. Erbjudandet gäller till och med 15 april 2019. Hello and welcome to the Iceland Horse Podcast. Uh, this program is recorded in Iceland and we're at the north part of Iceland at the farm Sörpeir and we're here to talk to Thorin Eymundsson. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Uh, we're here at your at the farm where you grew up. Yes, this is this is where I have my roots in the horsemanship. Yeah. So tell us a bit about who is Tutti. How would you describe yourself? Um I'm um, a farmer's boy from the north. Uh, uh, I'm the children, uh, children of the nature, or you know, I'm a part. I grew up in the nature, grew up with the horses and the animals, and and uh, have always um, have always uh, had a lot of joy, you know, in the nature and, and especially then with the horses and. And uh, more or less lived in the north my whole life, and and uh, and I'm I'm um, my my dream came true that I can work as a you know have my profession in in horsemanship. Mm. So you live with the horses, and you train horses, and you're also a teacher at Hobler University. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I've been teaching. In Hola since uh, 2002, mm-hmm. so 16 years now, yeah. Yeah. and um, and I've been training horses since I started uh, as a youngster, like mm. 14, 15, to really train them mm. from the start. Of course, it was not always with a good success, but uh, mm. it was. It was a start. Yeah. So when you grew up here on the farm, did uh, did you breed? Did your family breed horses? Yes. Uh, not much, but uh, there was al- always a lot of interest of horses, mm-hmm. uh, and um, and um, the horses were of course used for. The, for the work, for to to make the work easier for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everybody, know about this collecting the sheep, but also every time we wanted to to do something with the with the herd, with the with the mares or the young ones, was always riding and and um, but most of all uh, during uh, the summertime, my main job was to. Bring the cows away from the from the um, the barn, mm-hmm. yes, and bring it back uh, to the barn from the field, yeah. and um, that I did always on horse on horseback, yes, yeah. bareback. Mm. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and how old were you then? Then I was when I started to do it on a horse. I was six. Okay, yeah. Yes. So you've been riding since a young age. Yes, uh, I remember first. Um, I was 
then together with my father in, in, in sitting in front of him in mm. the saddle, you know. Mm. I remember that. And then okay. I was started to, of course, it was a, a goal. I remember that you could ride alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that happened around the age of five or six. And then, and then you know, years go by and 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 um, and you 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 get older and mm. hopefully a little bit better mm. Mm. yeah mm. um so we're here at your your the farm where you grew up and do you still have an interest in this farm today do you have your breeding here or how does it Yes, my it's it's owned by my sister mm-hmm. and uh, brother-in-law, uh, and um, I still have my breeding nurse here. Yeah. Yes, okay. yes, mm-hmm. and we we work together, in, uh, you know, in some aspect of the horses, you, you know, help each other, and mm-hmm. and so I I have still connections mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. certain yes. mm-hmm. Um, you you have. A wide interest in horses you teach and you have your breeding and um, you've been riding since you were a child but a lot of the a lot of Europe know know you as a competition rider you've mm. been at the world championships a couple of times uh, and we would like to know a bit about how how do you train a horse a, a young horse and how do you make that horse a, a, a super athlete and, and go into the competition and how do you combine that with with this this closeness to nature so that is a bit what this program what we would like to know in this program and mm-hmm. um, so I would like to ask the horses that you ride are they your from your own breeding or do you buy horses or do you ride horses for other people or is it how does how does that work that's uh, everything mm-hmm. <laughs> All kinds of versions. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, a small breeding. I get like three to five foals each mm-hmm. year, and and, um, and that breeding name is the farm name. And uh, they are they are also uh, from Serper. Okay. Yeah. Even though they are they are different breed behind the name. Mm-hmm. But you share their, their yeah, it, it's. I mean, for me, it's most important just to you know breed a good horse, and, mm-hmm. and uh, so uh, I haven't done anything in getting my special breeding name, but mm-hmm. maybe that will come in the future. But uh, um, and and actually, uh, I have been so lucky that uh, I've had quite some success with my breeding. Mm. Uh, for example, uh, now on last lunch mode, a uh, horse that I was I, I bred um, Noe from Sörbar, mm. who was in the sixth place in the in the in the Gadinger Academy in the five gate mm. Aflokur, uh, with together with Sina Scholz. Yeah. And um, that's a typical, uh, yeah. That's a horse I was I, I bred and and uh, uh, started, mm-hmm. and then I sold it to Sino when when he to know sold Noe to Sino when he was five, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just a lot of enjoy to see how they have developed so nice together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That's nice. At that time, Sina was working for me, and okay. so yeah. she knew him and yeah. fell in love with him. And I just, okay. yeah, yeah, you can, you can buy him. Yeah, that's a nice way of selling horses. <laughs> yes, when when you can see that that they work together. Exactly, and, and then match. of course, of course, every once in a while, I've been there helping her mm. with Noe, and mm. it's of course just a pleasure. And, and um, yes, then I also get. Uh, quite many horses in training for from other owners and breeders mm. and no occasionally I also buy mm. horses if, if you know if, mm. if, the, if there's something that interests me and mm. I can afford it mm. yeah that's always a, an issue as well so when do you start the horses um, at what age now is the autumn time mm. And uh, now I am starting, and, and by the way, that's one of the most interesting parts of the job, okay. from my point of view. Yeah. Of course it's very interesting too, and, and gives me a lot of joy to, you know, to have some success on the, on the, on the oval track, but it's more the, the road, the more, you know, the... Um, the road to the goal yeah. rather than mm. the, 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 the goal, goal itself, itself yeah. yes. Mm. And especially this uh, the start, because then you are you are starting with something raw like raw material and mm. you are and they are they are so different than, you know, of course when the horses get more and more trained they they are more and more uh, civilized or, mm. you know, yeah. educated so they are mm. more of course, they are always different types, yes. characters, but, but especially see. there in the beginning, then you see them, they are so different. Yeah. And to find a good approach for each one and, yeah. and to see this difference in the character, in the, in the gates and just in the curiosity, in the lot of different things. Mm. Mm. And I start when they are when they are on the way on to before you know so they are they are three and a half approximately mm. or of course some of them are are just uh, uh, just turned three mm. you know yeah. but um, but um, it's they are different some of them I just do like one or two months mm, mm. now at uh, at the autumn time now at mm. this age, mm. but some of them are much stronger and and both in the mind and and, and in the body. So there's a quite lot of variety there, mm. and um, so so with uh, with the one that are the strongest in the mind and the body, I keep keep them in in uh, in the stable maybe the whole winter mm. but um and yeah that, for example like with Snowy uh, or with uh, Thrawin from Flabjörnarholt who mm. was now the, the highest judge score uh, well, the highest judge breeding horse ever mm. uh, and many other horses they they are uh, start them when they are in the autumn when they are turning into their fourth winter mm. 
and um, of course it's not taking care not to do too much mm. every day and mm. to get them little bit breaks in between mm. but then it's an ongoing training from October to June, May, June mm. and, and then starting again pretty much the same mm. the next uh, next uh, season mm. the stallions often of their not all of them but some of them are outside with uh, with mares or other stallion in the summertime mm -hmm. and they are and they are often stronger and they are often training in a way yeah. more themselves in, in the summertime yes yeah. mm -hmm. uh, and that's why often with the young mares I I don't like to give them uh, uh, totally off from from uh, May June until October. It's mm. uh, so I like to have them then um, in a light training part mm. of the summer. Mm. For example, um, I try to try to go every every summer uh, with my family and friends to uh, in a writing trip okay. for a few days at least. Yeah, mm. you know, just to enjoy this beautiful landscape mm. and. and mm. uh, country mm. and then I bring those young ones with me okay they yeah. just run along and, yeah. and without uh, a rider then yes without yeah. a rider mm. and, and, mm. and just you know they, they get used to so much mm. um, you know different things that yeah. things that you cannot uh, introduce to them or or in the, in the in the normal training during mm. the winter so mm. and they learn from the older horses and so it's um, yeah. and mm. that's also when we came here uh, your sister and her husband were showing two of the stallions down here in a in a in, on a big field mm -hmm. and you told us a bit or they told us about training horses you, you trained the horses uh, a lot out in the nature i understand uh, or can you tell us a bit about that? How do you train your horses? Because you have you have a farm and a paddock and a ramp mm. and everything, mm. but you also have this fantastic nature around. Mm. How do you how do you train your horses? Um, in a way, the, the 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 first training starts in the box a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, first approach. Uh, sometimes, you know, of course, when they are. It's also possible to do that when they're even younger, like one or two year old. But, but then you you go into the some kind of a, a paddock that is maybe not too big, and then you then you start to go out of the paddock, maybe into a bigger one, or maybe just into a um, safe surrounding in the neighborhood of the stable maybe together with a older horse you know mm -hmm. for the young young horse mm -hmm. and um, and um, yes then it's just uh, different uh, uh, where and how you train uh, I, from it's important to have an indoor arena especially living in Iceland mm. With all this, uh, all those windy weather yeah, conditions. The weather conditions. <laughs> so it, you know, if I 
didn't have an indoor arena, I just would have to, um, there would be maybe yeah, many, many days during the winter mm. where you could just stand and look at them in, yeah. in the boxes and just <laughs> tell them that they are yeah. good, <laughs> but yeah. you couldn't, tra- yeah. couldn't train them. But when there is a, when there is a, a nice weather, uh, and especially during the spring, summer, and autumn time, I I I always want to, I always prefer for to be outside, mm. that rather than in the writing arena. And but it doesn't mean that I, that I'm just writing. A circle on the on the on the on the on the road, you know, on the on the writing. How do you say it? Track or mm. outside mm. track or, you know, uh, but rather I like to go in an open space, especially where it's grass and and soft under, you know, mm-hmm. not writing on those. Um, stones or roads more like on a, on a, on of course I, I'm just lucky that where I have my staple and also here in Serpa you can write on a grassland but it's still uh, not too uh, soft mm. and you're not it's firm mm. but mm. you're still writing on a grass and there's mm. this is I think uh, the, the absolutely best uh, uh, footing mm that you can, can have, have. Yeah. And, and 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 now if we start to talk about uh, the, the top um, competition and, and breeding horses that I'm showing as soon as I can in the in the spring and also in the winter maybe that then you there's some maybe light snow mm-hmm. over this over mm. it and maybe if it's not slippy or anything I um, not too hard. I like to like to stay there out as well. Mm. But especially when the <coughs> when in the spring and in the summer when I can ride on the grass, I do it a lot there, mm. and I I just feel it on the horses that they it, they, it's, they like it. yeah, and it, it's it's giving them this extra courage mm. to really put everything into each step and mm. really, you know, you, they come with this power when when needed and mm. they offer it to you yeah. if you ask for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is interesting. Yeah, because, I mean, of course there's a, there's an, of course for the slow tilt and if you're doing some circles it's important but but also, if you are, if you are, when you're writing the fast gait, the fast mm. tilt, mm. the pace, and also galloping, because, and, and I think, you know, and I, and I think it's so important that we are keeping this Icelandic tradition that where we are not only writing circle and slow to medium tempo, that we mm. are using the capacity mm. in the horses to really go fast in tilt and fast in pace and also fast in gallop mm. and, and that's 
like in, in especially in the breathing show you if you, you see that um, this is something that uh, it's, a, it's a quality that you yeah. like to have mm, yeah. and then when you have a horse that that you can you know you can go calmly and and in a nice connection in good rhythm in walk you can write them collected in slow touch or trot and or canter and but and then you can also write them and have him to stretch out in yeah. full speed, mm. in pace mm. and gallop. Mm. When you have all this combined in one horse, uh, uh, this is something uh, we we should respect. Mm. Mm. And in my point of view, should get more respect in the horse world generally. Mm. Mm. Because... Um, you know, like the Piaf and Passage, nicely written, it mm. gets a lot of respect, mm. and mm. and that's, I mean, I mean that's, I can understand it, but um, um, to do this in a beautiful way should also be highly mm. respected, mm. in my point of view. And I hope and think that that when people get come to Iceland and get to see this, to see a beautiful, proud well-balanced, relaxed horse go in, in a full speed mm. over over this fantastic vistas that you have mm. here. That is something really beautiful. Yes. And I hope that, that the ones who get to see that appreciate it and see that, mm. it's, that it's something beautiful, as beautiful mm. as mm. any riding can be. Mm. Mm. Um, when you start your horses and when you start training them, when when can you say that this is something special? This is something that I would like to work more with. This is mm. this is a future star. Uh, sometimes just um, from sometimes from day one, mm. but not always. Uh, sometimes the you know the one you expected the least in the beginning turns out to be something really special <laughs> you know yeah. and um, I have learned it through through the with just through experience that that uh, even though they are not blooming four or five they're mm. of course I mean you shouldn't even expect it mm. yeah mm. but but uh, once I was, um, when I was younger, I with maybe didn't have the patient or was less experienced. And, but some, then sometimes, you know, um, um, uh, I, th I saw, I was training maybe four or five years old and I was four or five years old horse and I thought, yeah, it's quite okay horse. And, but... Then later it turned out to be something special, mm. you know. Mm. Um, so you should. It's, um, so like I say, sometimes from day one, mm. sometimes it comes, and then suddenly, you know, when you've been training for maybe two years, and 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 the horses, and this kind of a slow, little bit clumsy, little bit. Uh, unfocused mm -hmm. 
yeah. horse that you've been working with is suddenly getting strength and getting focus and mm -hmm. getting balance and and you know of course then stronger mm. and more harmony in the movement and 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 um, and then suddenly you say whoa this is uh, <laughs> this is, <really laughs> this is nice. something yeah, yeah yeah and and when when you decide that this is a good horse this is a horse that i would like to to start to show or to, to in a breeding show or at the competition or, or anything how do you do you change the training in any way or or do you train all the horses the same because it is it is different if you if you mm. train a horse to be a good riding horse to be sold to anyone mm. or, or if you train a horse to mm. to compete at top level mm. so um, for many many years uh, from from the year 2002 until 2011 12 11 I think I was working as a in a full full time job in Holar as a writing teacher mm -hmm. and then I always had just a few horses to train mm -hmm. and um, um, I was not very selective maybe I was lucky to have some good horses but you know um, I was also just training horses from from my own breeding and some of them of course they were not all some superstars mm -hmm. upper, mm -hmm. average horses and sometimes I got horses into training that were just you know at least no superstars or, mm -hmm. or, or competition horses and of course I also had the horses from from uh, in training from from Holer mm -hmm. and I never thought so much about you know that this is something special and this is where I should spend my time mm -hmm. it was more like you know just getting to know each horse and to make each horse you know to improve it as mm. much as I could, you the know. Best that it could be. Yeah, make mm. the best that it, you know, that it could that the horse could be the best horse that it could be. Mm. Uh, so, um, uh, but now when I have, uh, so that that's something where I come from, you know, mm. and mm -hmm. did for, and I was always done, and I, and and I think it was, um, when especially when I was young and. Uh, unknown and and uh, here in Sörbar, I mean um, advertising uh, in the in some local paper uh, 15 year old that I would take horses for training you mm -hmm. see mm -hmm. <laughs> and training you know the horses from my father and you know of course you you got a lot of uh, different horses yes, <laughs> of course. Yeah. and some of them uh, you know uh, at least for me then very very difficult mm -hmm. and I think mm -hmm. they were very difficult so but the, but I think that is so important for for everyone who wants to become a top uh, writer that they uh, or at least it, it is very very helpful that they that you learn to deal with all kinds of a horse with all mm -hmm. kind of a um, you can call it problems or you you know 
mm. um, you know, and find the solution and um, or not, mm. and you learn from that. Mm. Mm. Uh, and then you find the solution or some, some you know, mm. or some way uh, later or at least, you know, to deal with it, mm. and learn from it. And just to spend hours and hours in the saddle mm. every day. I mm. think that's, uh, that's what I, I think uh, many, uh, many of the young writers which I see that are missing that they 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 are they are interested in horses they want to be professionals but they they write like maybe three four hours a day mm-hmm. or even less mm-hmm. and, and 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 it's just not enough mm-hmm. practice of course the more horses you meet the bigger reference you get. Yes, and of course it's also good to have a <coughs> good teacher on the side and, and things like that, mm. and, uh, uh, you know. Mm. Uh, but but um, the different, so much difference if you take a, a, a ten-year period mm-hmm. and you're writing like two hours a day, or you're writing like ten hours a day. Mm. Mm. Of course, it's a huge yeah. difference. Mm. Yeah. Of course, yeah. And um, but back to this with the with the horses. Uh, if I treat them differently, I see it now quicker. Um, with 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 which goal is best for each horse? I mm. mean, what would be the best purpose for mm. this horse yeah. in his life? You mm. know, should it be a competition horse, or, or just a riding horse, or would it be? Uh, Probably fitting in the future, maybe as for as a pace or mm. so, you know, all mm. different things. Mm. And um, and then, uh, you know, if it's not going to be some competition horse, you know, you have to focus maybe, and, and, and it should go supposed to be a riding horse, and then it's very very important that it's just extremely safe horse mm. and for all writers and mm. things like that and then you put more emphasis on on those things you know mm. some mm. extra work in there mm. uh, and um, but if you have a if you have a, a very promising competition horse uh, you know that if you are not going to write it there are some other professional mm. Most likely, or at least a good writer going to write mm. it, and then you don't need to, mm. you know, yeah. have the job a little bit different. Mm. And when you get, you, because you've had a few horses at the World Championships, and as most of our listeners know, a horse that leaves Iceland can never come back again. Mm. And that is something that is very special for, for the Icelandic horse um, team, mm. uh, the, the Icelandic horse team yeah. versus the, the teams from, from the rest of Europe. Mm. How do you think about that? Is it an easy choice to say that, okay, this horse can go to the World Championship and I want to do it? Or how do you think, about, how are your thoughts about that? I think it's uh, maybe never an easy choice, but I think also depends on on the writer on the person i mean we are also different you know 
maybe probably it's easier for some and more difficult for others mm. and of and also for other horse owners because sometimes the the, the writer in Iceland here that is maybe very very successful is not the owner mm. and it has often happened that uh, uh, that the owner or the writer or them both they decide even though they have all the chances to go that mm. they are not going yeah. they yeah. are not going to mm, like the like the horse that was uh, winning the athletic championship three times in a row and mm -hmm. a lunch mode two times in a row and mm -hmm. in Tult, if I remember it correctly, but mm -hmm. the owner, no, yeah, he's, he's not going there. anywhere, yeah, yeah. you see. And mm -hmm. uh, so, so the, for the first of all, we are, we are not always sending uh, uh, our absolutely best team mm -hmm. to, the, to the world championship. Mm -hmm. um, and... Um, but you are asking how it is to a situation that you have to leave them behind. Yeah, I mean when you have trained a horse from mm. we were talking about molding the clay. You mm. have you have the raw material here. Mm. You have all the the training, all the years, mm. and all the camaraderie and everything. Mm. And then you have to mm. leave your friend behind. Yeah, it's yeah. That is um, that is very special because, like I always say I mean are you you have this choice are you going to enjoy this horse uh, um, for for in competition or just enjoy to train it mm. for the you know next years or months or whatever mm. or are you going to take it to the world championship so you can kind of uh, and then you have just have few more days mm. or mm. few more minutes mm. and um, that was like a, like when I asked my my one of the one writer in Iceland who has extremely good pace horse he has he has been he has been twice twice he has had the opportunity mm. to go mm. and he said mm, no, I, mm. I, I'm not finished to do what I yeah. want to do with this yeah. horse, and yeah. you know I cannot go now and just for a few seconds in the pace track. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be a too big price to pay. And yes, but um, most of the most of the uh, um, writers they have uh, kind of uh, made they have of course made up their mind that okay it's maybe also a good time for someone else to enjoy this horse yes. and, and I would mm. maybe like to start something new project and mm. and, uh, and you know if you have if you're there mm. and then and I think you have to be there mm. to do it yeah yeah mm. and, um, but uh, like you said, it has uh, of course a huge influence on the on the team, and you see also um, that the team is there. Every year, there may be half of the uh, writers are were not there the last time, yeah. you know. Because it takes time to it, produce a world class horse. Exactly, it yeah. takes time, and and and. Uh, 
and um, and especially especially with the with the best horses mm. Mm. especially with the best horses of course sometimes um, you know not all horses for for not for the athletic team or for the for any other team can can be horses that are competing for the gold mm-hmm. yeah mm. but uh, i think especially the one that that are likely to be competing for the gold that's uh, i think then the writer they have they they have it's a, been a long journey most often and and uh, and the writers have made up their mind, mm. and yeah. many well, uh, sometimes they have already found some buyer that mm. they mm. will take over. And mm. A lot of preparation before before the handoff, so to say, before you hand the yeah, horse yeah. off to the next. Person. But but it's also it's also a challenging thing, and 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 also, I mean, I I really. Of course, it was difficult, but I I have I also like to take this challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you, the, the challenge is that is it that it's totally different like all other competitions, mm-hmm. because in all other competition, if if something goes wrong, you yeah. just say okay, yeah. I nice just day. I'm 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 signed in. You know, in three weeks, I yeah. will just do better than. Yeah. 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 Mm. It, it's not. Mm. You don't have this chance. No, it's, there's it's, no second chance. There's no second chance. It's like um, also one of my friend in the in the team said, "You only have one bullet in the pistol, yeah. and you have to make it count." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's that is a challenge. That's a challenge, yeah. and yeah. that's uh, something that you can also use to to improve yourself yeah. and. Yeah. And at least when uh, when I have um, gone with hi- horses uh, to the world championship from Iceland, uh, you know, it's there's uh, because of this uh, extremely much extra extra work that I do, mm. and and I learn from it, and it's I mean, it makes me better, mm. and hopefully it makes makes the horse also better mm. and, and 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 it comes from this um, from this uh, challenge mm, yeah. but and it's nothing and it's nothing that you are you are at least in my in in in, in um, if i just talked for me personally it is nothing that i start to do you know some weeks or months before it's a at least you know you it's more or less a one year at least mm. you prepare yourself yeah. in the mind mm. Mm. then you, then you, when you you have maybe a really good horse you have been successful you 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 know that you you this could be a nice place to you know like i said previously to change and, and, mm. and you know to 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 move on, to move on. Mm. and then you start at, or at least i i start year mm. or one and a half year in advance and then i start to do you know a lot of those mm. some of those extra things mm. that um, you know to prepare mm. Mm. 
so when the time comes, it's it's well prepared and ready to. Yeah, because uh, you're going there. You're going to compete for the for the nation for Iceland, mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, you're not. It's not. It's not only you that are competing. You're also competing for your country, mm -hmm. and and of course things can go wrong. That's normal, mm. but at least uh, even though things go wrong, uh, it's always much better feeling if you can say to yourself, "I mean, I, I I've did, I done everything I could possibly think yeah. of," yeah. and of course, probably there's much more into it, but at least I put everything I could into it, mm. and then you can, then you then you can uh, leave with much more like peace, mm. inner peace. Yeah, yeah, mm. I understand. Mm. Mm. Thank you very much for the nice rides that you have given us on the World Championships so far. And thank good you. luck in the future. Thank you. And thank you very much for being part of the Icelandic Horse podcast. Thank you. Drömmer du om att åka till Island och rida? Gå in på ridresorisland.se där har man samlat resor från flera olika researrangörer och det finns något för alla att välja på. Om du köper en resa som är fem riddagar eller längre och uppger koden Islandshästpodden får du 1000 kronor i rabatt. Gå in på ridresorisland.se. Låt dig inspireras, lockas och drömma. Erbjudandet gäller till och med 15 april 2019.